Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital presented by ECMC. Maddie Glab here with Fred Jackson. And the Bills are 8-3 for the first time since 1996. That's their best start through 11 games since 96. That's Sounds pretty good to say. It does. You know, and it's always great to get off to great starts like that. So I'm, I'm really happy for these guys. They beat the Broncos 20-3 to today. The defense holds the Broncos to just 134 total yards. The offense puts up 424 yards. A good day on both, side the, both sides of the ball. So, Fred, who, who impressed you today? Oh, man. Uh, looking at the defensive side of the ball, I got to go with Matt Milano. He was flying around all over the ball today. And I think it's going to be a close second with him and Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson played his butt off today and you know grabbing two sacks and, and, and showing up big for those guys when he when he needed to make a play. Trey White also had a great day an interception for him I think he really started things on defense as well as got the offense going with a big play on defense good to see him be in the game he almost was close on a couple other could be interceptions yeah, he as was well. he was flying around today making a lot of plays for those guys and if he continues to play like that on the back end uh, he's going to be a great asset for those guys and allow those guys to continue to make those sacks up front. Josh Allen completed 60% of his passes through two touchdowns. He's at the podium right now. Let's hear what he had to say. Oh, no, um, Smoke made a great play. You know, we actually worked on that throw um, in practice, maybe threw it 10 times with him. And, you know, we, we went out there and I said, hey, if we get this, it's the same thing we're working on in practice. And he went out there, ran a great route, um, and then made a hell of a catch, you know. Um, he just does his job all the time. You know, I know he didn't get over his 50-yard streak or whatever it was, but um, he's, a, he's a fantastic player. How does that feel for you to execute that? I mean, you've been kind of looking for that. I mean, it, it, I, all I was happy about it, it gave us a, a three-score lead late in the game, and um, that's all I really cared about was trying to put our team in position to win a football game. So they initially ruled it incomplete. Were you frustrated for, for no, something? No, not at all. Um, Again, I put it out there, and, and Smoke made a great play. Um, you know, he celebrated like he, he scored, and you know, I trusted him. And after we saw that replay, it was, it was short-lived. Um, you know, so we, we knew we got, got one there. On the first touchdown, you, you got help from Singletary, and just, it seems like he just kept that guy off of you enough to get it to him. Can you talk about what he's learned and how he's done in pass protection and how that's helped you when he's out there? Yeah, I mean, he, he's no longer a rookie. You know, he, he's never really played like one. Um, he, see, he sees things, he's, especially when he's running the ball. I mean, his vision's fantastic. Um, you know, he, he's one of those guys that just, again, doesn't talk, doesn't really care about anything, but, but helping this team win football games, and you love being around guys like that. Coach, you take a little bit more inside, kind of how the day went offensively. You, you moved the ball, but uh, had trouble finishing early. A lot of penalties, right? But strong round game today. Then you get a couple of TDs through the year. Kind of take us through the day of how things progressed offensively. Yeah, I mean, again, we're, we're trying to win no matter what, no matter how we do it. If it's running for this amount, if it's throwing for this amount. Um, you know, early on we were moving the ball, obviously, and we came away with six points there. And obviously, we want we want six or seven. And, um, so we didn't do a good enough job there. But again, there's a lot of things that I left out there. Some easy completions that I missed. Um, you know, got to give ourselves a chance there and find some more completions. Keep the sticks moving on third down. And um, again, we'll we'll learn from this one. Uh, we're a short week here, so we got to be playing on Thursday. So we're kind of almost forgetting about this one and, and turning our attention towards Dallas. What happened on the pick? Was it a bit of a slip? No. Um, they, the coverage that I thought, I thought they were in quarters, and I thought the safety was committing to the run. And that's our key to kind of put it over the top. You know, and my eyes were on him. I didn't see the backside safety moving post high, and um, you know they disguised it well. They made a play, and you know, obviously it's one that I won back, but it's one I'd probably do it again. 
Josh, for you, you grew up as a 49ers fan watching Frank Gore. You able to hand it off to him to seem to become the third NFL all-time leading rusher. Can you maybe reflect on the moment for him and maybe for you a little bit? Yeah, it, it's. I told him it was an honor to be in the backfield with him. Um, I mean, the guy that, that just comes and, and works and doesn't say anything and puts his head down and doesn't care about stats or numbers or this and that. He wants to help his team win football games. And, you know, at 36 years old, how well he's playing, how hard he hits the hole, how physical he is, I mean, it's – it's, it's unbelievable, um, but I can see why. Just with the amount of work that he puts in, the preparation that goes into it, you know, kind of taking a mentor role for Motor, um, and then still going out there and doing his thing. And obviously, growing up watching him, it's pretty surreal that I'm, you know, in the same backfield with him and handing him the ball. And um, you know, I told him last night we're going to get him to number three today, and, and that's what he went out there and he did. And shout out our lineman for you know making some holes, and then obviously Frank for finishing plays off and being physical and, and doing his thing there. Difference between having Mitch as your center versus John because Mitch's in injury. Yeah, um, there, there's not much difference. Uh, I, you know, I trust, you know, our guys implicitly, and um, you know, it's next man up. And Spence came in and, and did a great job at right guard. You know, that, that's what I was very uh, obviously pleased about, and uh, we didn't really miss a step there. You know, we're great in communication. Um, you know, I, I think up front we played our we played our tails off, and shout out those guys. And um, you know, I told them you know, we get this first down on that last drive. I owe them a little dinner, so um, they went out there and that's what they did. This is the second straight week you guys have predominantly done no huddle, especially coming out of the gates. What, how much more of an advantage does that give you when you have that much more time to diagnose? Um, I mean, I, I do think it gives us it gives us a step up, um, just in terms of what the defense can call and and you know, what we have in our offense. Um, we can call dang near anything, and when we go quick and up tempo like that, and get their guys rotating in and out, and um, if they can't communicate very well before we snap, you know that's all the more power to us. Um, but again, you saw us at the end of the game huddle up and and run the clock out. You know, we, I think it was a six-minute drive to end the game, um, and that's what that's what you love to see. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank you. Josh Allen talking about being in that no huddle offense to start the game. Now the offense scored on the first two possessions. There were two field goals. They didn't get into the end zone on those first two possessions. But what does running no huddle do for this team? We've seen it now through two games uh, to start the game. So what do you think it benefits them or how do you think it benefits them? Uh, I think it just allows Josh to see things clearly, you know, knowing what defense is going to be on the field uh, and, and keeping those same guys out there. I think it allows him to diagnose whatever tendencies that they've studied throughout the week, um, what they might end up doing. So it, I, th I think it allows him to make faster and quicker decisions. And uh, anytime you got a quarterback making quick decisions, getting the ball out until your playmaker's hands, uh, it allows for you guys to have better opportunities to score. This offense had 244 yards on the ground rushing-wise, and we saw Mitch Morse come out of the game early, didn't come back in. So Feliciano got moved over to center. Spencer Long went into that right guard situation. When you're rushing for 244 yards, a lot of that is on your offensive line, and to make a move like that, it didn't really affect the offensive line at all. They were still able to get that push and, and get Devin and Frank Gore some, some great rushing yards. Yeah, you've got to give your tip your hat to those guys. Whenever you get uh, offensive line shuffling the way that they shuffle today and still be able to go out and produce on the ground game like you did, that's all a credit to those guys. You know, you give those front five guys credit, then you give the receivers credit blocking downfield, the tight ends chipping in. Uh, as a running back, you love to see all those guys working in tandem like that, and it makes your job a lot easier. So uh, it's just a credit to the offensive line coaches, to the, to the offensive line unit, uh, saying that we're going to continue to keep this thing grinding 
even though we're not where we're where we practice all week and and for those guys to continue to do that it takes a lot of pressure off of everybody else on that offense and muted and they were able to make some plays in there one thing that this team has is depth. They didn't have that last year, and that's because Coach McDermott and Brandon Bean went out and found depth in the offseason. Coach McDermott is on the podium now with his thoughts after today's win. All right. Um, I know I'm following the, following the quarterback here, so it may not be as fancy. Um, but good win. Uh, great to play in front of our, our home or at home in front of our fans. Uh, great uh, honor to be out there to just be a part of and witness uh, what Frank was able to accomplish today, and I know today was just one piece of it, um, but a great job by, by our offensive line and defensive line, and uh, so it was a, it was a uh, well-balanced effort in all three phases. So with that, we'll open up to your questions. Was it a game, one in the trenches, and as a defensive coach, you had to enjoy that sort of game? Yeah, uh, that's where the game starts, you know, and we talked before the game a little bit on how important it was going to be, with, especially with the, the conditions, the way they were, to control the line of scrimmage. And I thought our offensive line um, showed that they could do that, as well as our defensive line controlling the line of scrimmage from the defensive side as well. To be able to run the ball that effectively, Coach, how important is that, especially in a day like this? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you, you guys were out there at least for pregame, right? So you felt the wind, um, which is not um, abnormal for this time of year in western New York. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the thing about it is our team's used to playing in it, right? And so we've had, we have some experience built up just a little bit in it, and, and I thought our guys executed well. Our, our kicking game uh, was also key in, in, in critical moments of the game for us. What was this short week like for you and for the players, especially with such a national audience and all that stuff you're going to see on Thursday? Yeah, I'm going back to work. Uh, I'm going to go over there and change and try and grab something to eat and, uh, and get back to work here. So not a whole lot of time. Um, um, so good opponent at their place, a lot of tradition. And, uh, you know, it will be an opportunity for us to, to uh, put our best foot forward. And, um, but they're a good opponent. I think they lead the NFC East. Is that right? Um, so uh, well coached, a lot of weapons on that, on that football team, on that roster. Um, so it'll be a big challenge for us. What time are you actually hoping to get to sleep then? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Whatever it takes, right? Uh, any update on Mitch and his hand? Yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, I just came down here and um, we'll see. John, from where Jack went a couple of years ago when you guys were a little bit critical of him publicly to where he is now playing a lot of snaps and coming up with a two-sack game like that, what can you say yeah. to what he's done? Uh, just a phenomenal effort. Uh, he brings a lot of energy to our football team. During the week, uh, today you saw it as well, and on the field, um, you know he's a he's one of those dogs in a good way. You know what I mean? He he likes to hunt, and um, I love having him on, having him on our football team. I think he's a he's one of our catalysts for us, whether it's offensively, defensively. He's a guy that's well respected on both sides of the ball um, for how he brings it every every day. Sean, I know you gave uh, Frank a game ball after. I know you said he was only a small part of today's win. Was that one of the more special game balls you've given out as you Bless you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, like I said, I was just the one distributing the, the game ball. I, you know, I'm just a, it's an honor to watch Frank every day. It's an honor just to have witnessed what, I, what we've all witnessed out here. I mean, we should all be um, grateful for being able to witness that. I mean, went to third all time, and um, those names that are up there, you know, those are um, legendary names. And Frank is now 
right with those guys. And not that he wasn't before, but he, to be number three is is incredible. Um, incredible testament to his to his character, to his work ethic, um, to his um, just mental toughness and proving people wrong. I would say also. John, kind of in, a, in the bigger picture, I mean, we're talking to Josh earlier this week. He uh, coming out of the Cleveland game, uh, you know, it was a concerted effort to make sure that game didn't cost you guys more than than one week. Uh, he said, "Can you just talk about the way that your team has responded uh, with the win at Miami last week, and now you pick up an eighth win on the year? Very important win at home here." Yeah. Um, well, our guys understand how how important these wins are. Um, they work extremely hard during the week with their habits, their routines. Um, coaches have done a really good job. The coordinators, all three of them, and the staffs of putting the players in position, and then the players have taken ownership of that and they've executed at a high level. Um, and so we have to continue to do that. Um, that's important for us fundamentally as well. I thought fundamentally we looked. Uh, I know we had some penalties today, which hurt us. Um, the fundamentals of the football game are that I thought they shined through today for our football team. How about Josh too? Um, you know, he kind of he finally hit one down the field there in the yeah. touchdown of Brown. Just his day and how it kind of developed. Yeah, no, it was a good call by Brian. Uh, thought you know overall we adjusted well throughout the game. The, the communication amongst the staffs and different sides of the ball, um, some really good communication going on, and the players again executed. Good to see Josh do that. He's remained confident um, through it all, and and um, he's a mentally tough competitor, and, the, and he's well respected by his teammates, and that's. That's good to see just him come out and be able to do that to uh, to connect with John. Were you surprised or incredulous that they even considered John's touchdown as an incomplete pass initially? Um, you know, things go both ways, you know. So I thought they did a good job in New York reviewing it and then calling it like they saw it, which which is good to see. What about you personally? I'm sorry? What about what was personally? What were, you, were, you, were you surprised? Were you incredulous? Were you mad? Um, you have to tell me what incredulous means, and I'll be in good shape. No, I was I was happy that that the result was the way it was. So thanks, guys. Broncos quarterback Brandon Allen just 10 of 25. The Bills defense had four sacks. That's 11 in two games for them. The best since 2014. This defensive line continues to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Why were they so successful in doing so today? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, they're just all incredible athletes, and they continue to work well together. Uh, I think you got to put a combination of both, both the way that they play on the back end of the ball, too. You know, the, the, the four guys back there are doing a tremendous job keeping receivers in front of them, you know, being able to go one-on-one -on -one in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Trey White just continues to play an outstanding season, you know, and, uh, as long as he continues to do that. You see injuries and guys going out and then other guys coming in and stepping up, making plays when their number is called. As long as the defense continues to do that, those guys up front continue to get pressure. The guys on the back end continue to play well. Uh, they'll continue to get those sacks, and numbers will just continue to go up for them. Yeah, it's all complimentary on defense. Last week, when the D-line had such a great game, they were complimenting the corners and the secondary as a whole for being able to do their job to where they can go ahead and rush the quarterback. Yeah, and it's they all want to play off of each other. Yeah. You know, and that the, the D-line's going to do everything they can to get the ball out fast so DBs can jump balls and make interceptions. 15 different players on this team have a sack. That's the most in the NFL. We're going to hear from Frank Gore in a little bit. He had a career day. We were witnessing history today with him. But first, let's relive the highlights of today's win. Salute to service game. There's the flyover and a huge American flag to get 
things started. After two Bills field goals, Josh Allen is picked off by Justin Simmons. The Broncos take over at midfield. Brandon Allen would then give it right back. It's intercepted by Trey White, and the Bills would lead 6-0 at the half. And then in the first drive of the second half, Josh Allen throws it over to Cole Beasley for the game's first touchdown, 13-0. The Bills lead, and Beasley jumps into the stands after a Denver field goal. Ed Oliver sacks Brandon Allen just outside of the goal line early in the fourth quarter. And then Josh Allen would throw a beautiful deep ball over to John Brown, who dives into the end zone for the touchdown. That would be the final score, 20-3. The Bills, of course, win this one. And you're looking at the box war here. Josh Allen, 60% of his passes completed. Devin Singletary, 106 yards on the ground. Cole Beasley, 76 yards. Receiving yards, Matt Milano, six tackles, a quarterback hit, TFL, and three passes defended. And Frank Gore, what a great day for him. He passes Barry Sanders. He's number three on the all-time rushing list. You being a running back, I mean, what do you have to say about this guy and what he continues to do? I mean, Thankfully I, here in Buffalo, yeah, too. Yeah, right? That's just it. You know, he's, he's, he's been doing it for a while, and he just continues to do it, for, especially for a guy at his age at 36. You know, continues to show up, continues to be a leader for these guys. And uh, whenever his number is called, he's ready. He goes out and produces. Uh, and Coach said it. You know, he's, he's up there with some all-time greats. And to be able to have your name mentioned with those guys and be the third all-time leading rusher is something that you can – I think everybody that has anything to do with him has been proud, is proud to be a part of. So uh, great to see him get it done today here at home. And I think one thing that's so amazing is he is such a team-oriented guy. The way that he's he's leading these younger guys, especially Devin Singletary, uh, the way that he has come to Buffalo and just really embraced his role inside of the locker room at the age of 36. Wow, you don't see that from every player. You don't, and I think that's something else. I think that's what's the most important and most and the best thing about him is how much he just cares for the team. You know, it's great to see him get the individual accolades, but if you talk to him, he he tells you right away. You know, I didn't do this by myself. You know, he named all the teams that he had been with and all those guys that helped him along the way, the offensive coordinators, the head coaches. So he knows it was not just him, but uh, everybody is extremely proud of this guy, you know, and everything that he brings to the table. So it's great to have him do it here in Buffalo. So awesome. Frank being on number three on that list. He's at the podium. Let's see if he cracked a smile in that postgame presser. How y'all doing? Thank you, thank you. Frank, what does that mean? Um, it's big, man. I'm, I'm blessed. You know, um, I got to give a shout out to all my, all my guys, all the coaches I played for, all the Olamas I played for. Um, you know, my Lamas today, who um, been working their behind off all season, and I'm blessed. I'm happy. Um, you know, it's been, you know, for me it was tough to get to here, man, and it wasn't an easy road to get to the NFL, and I've been doubted my whole career, you know, not just in NFL or college. Um, when I tore my two ACLs, a lot of people say, you know, I won't even be here two or three years. And now, you know, my year 15, still having fun, still making plays, still helping, you know, a team win games. And, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. Frank, are you more proud of the yards or the 15 years? Um, both. Mm -hmm. You know, both, like, like I said before. They told me I will, I'll be here 
you know, um, two years, two or three years. They told, when I got drafted in the third round, they said San Francisco reached on me. And uh, I want to say thank you to Scott McLuhan, um, Jay York, um, his mom, you know, John York, um, for even believing in me. You know, even though I had, you know, um, two ACLs, you know, they still took a chance on me and let me, got a chance to re my, reach my childhood dreams of getting in the NFL. And, I want to say thank you to them. After you ran off that 27-yard run, did you know you were really close to breaking? Or my my running back coach, you know, um, my running back coach came up to me, hey, we getting it today, you know. Um, and I want to say thanks to Skip for just keeping me up these last couple of weeks, man. Um, you know, he know I want to be out there with my teammates competing, and um, you know, we got a young guy in Devin who doing a great job in our. And I respect the move that they did. Um, but yeah, I want to say thank you to Skip for just keeping me up, um, you know, keeping my spirits up and letting me know that I'm a big part of this team. Frank, describe your feelings the moment you moved into the I didn't think about it. I really didn't think about it. Um, you know, after the game, when I saw all the cameras, you know, I was like, man, you know, I, you know, I passed Barry. You know, Barry, you know, one of the best or probably the best to do it. Uh, 15,000, you know, in 10 years, man. And, you know, not to knock the guys he played with, but come on, man. He only went to, what, two playoff games? And, you know, um, you know, a guy who they say won't be in the league for two or three years, man, and I got a chance to pass him today. Um, I'm blessed. And how about this win? You talked about the playoffs and mm -hmm. the ways off, but this was a big one in terms of putting your team in position to help you get there. It was a great win. Um, you know, we in this November, December. You know, this this real football, and our team we stepping up. You know, um, we just got to keep working, keep believing in our coaches, and I know we will. And you know, we we ready to try to make that run. What about doing it in the home stadium where running backs like O.J. Simpson, Thurman Thomas ran and ran for a long time? Uh -huh. That's 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 big, and especially the fans here, man. The fans great. Um, man, you see how, you know, that Buffalo um, cheer, man, I love it. You know, um, let's go Buffalo, and I'm happy I got a chance to do it in this at home in front of the fans, and, you know, that, that was big today. Frank, I'm sure when you reach an accomplishment, a milestone like this, you think about a lot of people, you mentioned a lot of people that you thank. Who's the first person you think about? I got to say my mom, you know, just, you know, a single parent, you know, um, doing whatever it takes to make sure me and my brothers, you know, have food on the table and, you know, just just being there with me, you know, no matter what. My ups are down, she always was there. So uh, that's the first person I got to think. You've grown pretty close to Devin Singletary. Mm -hmm. You like seeing him go for his first 100-yard game today. Yeah, that, hey, it's like a little brother, man. Um, I've been, ever since he got drafted, I had him in my hip pocket and, and he listened to everything I say. A great kid, great natural. He gonna he gonna be got a chance to be real big in this league, man. Um, he ain't gonna have no other choice but to keep working because I'm gonna stay on the I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay on the phone with him every day, even when I'm done. You know, because he's very humble. Um, he kind of remind me of myself, man. Very natural, great eyes, great feet, and um, he he bigger than what people think. You know, um, that's why he break a lot of tackles and. And I told him, man, hey, just be you out there. And that's what he did today. And I'm so happy that he got the 100 yards now. I told him, hey, we got to keep going. We got to keep going now.
What was your message to the team in the locker room post game? Um, let's just keep working. Keep working. We're in a, in a great um, put ourselves in great position. Um, situation, um, you know, we eight and three. Um, we got a short week, and let's just keep being us. That's tough, smart, and playing together. And, and we can do whatever we want. All right. So Frank with a record-breaking day, but Devin Singletary with his first 100-yard rushing yard game. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. You know, for the both of them. You know, uh, as a guy who's just getting started, to be able to get your first 100-yard game is big. And for a guy like Frank, I mean, obviously you see him up at the podium. You see why guys loved and respect playing with him. Uh, so uh, it, it's big for both of them, and I'm happy for both those guys. And Devin's talked about this before. I think it's super mature of Devin to say, but one thing he talked about growing and being in the NFL now is that he said, I probably wouldn't listen to people as much as I do now. And he was talking about Frank Gore always being in his ear. He's always right next to Frank Gore. And I think that you're, you're mature when you can take all of that, uh, that coaching and just watch and learn from somebody else. Yeah, I mean, this game, it, when you think about it, it's, it's a big game and you need help from people around you mm -hmm. to be able to succeed in it. And when you got a guy like Frank Gore, you know, helping tutor you and, and put you in great situations to make the best of your career. Uh, you can't ask for a better guy. So, uh, you know, hats off to Frank for taking him under his wing and hats off to, to Devin to acknowledge, you know, you know, help me get to where you've been this entire time. So uh, the two of those guys working together is just going to be a lot of fun to watch the rest of the year. A big week coming up for the Buffalo Bills, the team, the community. This team is playing on Thanksgiving, something that you haven't even done. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm happy for those guys to be able to have an opportunity to play on Thanksgiving is what we all grow up mm -hmm. dreaming about as kids. So uh, it's going to be fun, and I know those guys are looking forward to the opportunity, you know, being in the spotlight, showing, the, showing America what it is that they're about. Going up against the Cowboys, what is your advice? They have a talented team, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, enjoy this one for the next, you know, five, six hours, then get into your playbook because those guys will be prepared for you. For Fred Jackson, I am Maddie Lab. Thanks for joining us tonight. We will see you next time.